Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight, I am Peter, that is Tim, and we are going to talk about horror movies, specifically Lake Bodom, which is a, a new Shudder exclusive, it is a Finnish movie, which is inspired mm-hmm. by the Lake Bodom murders, which happened in 1960, uh, so we're going to talk about this, uh, uh, we'll start spoiler free, as we always do, and um, we'll warn you before we go into spoilers, um, yeah, so... This movie is basically about a, a group of teenagers who decide they want to try and recreate the conditions in which these murders happened in 1960. Uh, of course. <laughs> yeah, so basically in 1960, four teenagers went out to this lake and it's one of these big like, cold cases, these mysteries where no one knows who done it. Uh, they've never caught the person. Uh, four, four teenagers went out. Three of them were killed, the last one survived, but was brutally injured, and it's like, oh, who, who attacked them? Was it was it the survivor? Was it an outsider? And uh, it's still one of these cases that gets brought up a lot in the, I believe gets brought up mm-hmm. a lot in Finnish news, whenever there's like a, mm-hmm. a possible lead or a possible solution. Yeah. Were you familiar with the story before this no. movie? No, I never, never heard of it. Uh, yeah. uh, there was no uh, Biotol of Pass incident. Where are you familiar with that yeah. one? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, was it Russia or whatever? Where those just like experienced hikers just mysteriously died and no one knows why. Well, well, yeah, they mysteriously died, but it, it wasn't so much that no one, no one knows what caused it. But like mm-hmm. they had a lot of like they could actually look at the they had the bodies and like the, the injuries they had made like no sense. Like they were, so, and they're like, all like outside of their tents and well, yeah, stuff but, like that, like. It was like the, some of the people had like uh, their internal injuries were like they'd been hit mm-hmm. by like a giant car going at like sixty miles per hour, but the outside oh, of their yeah. bodies had like no marks to like you'd expect yeah. them <laughs> to be mutilated with that type of impact. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. We're not talking about the Pass. We're talking about Bodom, <laughs> uh, which I never heard of. But yeah, just I just think it's a little weird. Um, at like that. They they make the movie sound like oh this is based on a true story but it's not really it's like a like the true story is in there but that's not really what it's about which uh, uh, I I thought was kind of odd. <laughs> do you, what makes you say they made it seem like it was based on a true story? Uh just when I was like reading like previews and little blurbs about it. Like, uh, I, I think I got an email about it or something from Sherrod that was like, yeah. oh, like a new movie based on the true story about, like, blah, blah, blah. That's funny, because I then... never, I mean, I never read that specifically, uh, but when I looked it up, mm-hmm. it just said, no, it's about teenagers trying to recreate this thing that happened in the 80s. So mm-hmm. I, I never got the impression they they were selling it to me as anything I mean, other we, than that. Yeah. Maybe I misread it or, or something, uh, but I had that notion going in. So was, I was like, oh, this is... <laughs> like for uh, a while, I was like, "Wait a minute, is the true story about these kids recreating this true story?" And then you're like, "Well, no, no, there's no way." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it it just uses this true story as like a sort of backdrop, like backdrop, a sort of yeah. a, like a setup for what is going on in this movie, uh, yeah. and sort of pokes at the sort of the some of the crazy theories about it and whatever. Uh, so that's what the movie's about, uh, and it's very twisty and turny. Actually, there's a lot of things. I, I don't think it was quite the movie I was expecting it to be. When oh I, no, definitely not. When I started watching it, it, it definitely went in some different directions, uh, which I kind of appreciate. So, Tim, did you like, yeah. did you enjoy Lake Bodom? Did I like Lake Bodom? Uh, let's go with uh, yes, I did. Um, 
I, I don't want to say that I overly enjoyed it or loved it or anything. Uh, I thought on a technical level, it was very well done. Um, like it, it was directed very well. It looked really good. There's some really, really nice uh, cinematography, uh, I thought, in this. Um, I don't really know how I feel about the story, though. I Like you said, there's definitely some twists and turns. Um, like there are some... There's some things that I kind of saw coming and then some stuff uh, that I was definitely surprised about. Uh, in the end, I think it was a little more complicated than I think it should have been. Um, I, I think, it, or at least for me, it would have been uh, better served, um, maybe a, a little straightforward. But just a, a few minor quibbles with some of the ending stuff. Um, here's... See, I, I I actually quite liked it. I, I I liked it quite a bit, and I actually get what you're saying about, but not not so much that it was overcomplicated, but about the ending. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think the only issue I have with the ending is that when I looked up the actual incident after I watched the movie, the ending mm-hmm. made a lot more sense to me because I feel like they should have oh, explained, okay. just made it clear, even if it was just the opening, because obviously there's a bit of opening text at the start of the movie that says, mm-hmm. "Oh, this happened in 1960," but it never really. T- explained a couple of key details that well and when i looked okay. up the murders afterwards just to, i was curious so i wanted to see like yeah. exactly what the sort of the, the the myth was and all that i was like oh that's why it ended that way it made more sense um so okay. but obviously I'll, I'll leave till spoilers before yeah. i explain <laughs> what, what those details are but uh, well, i'll be i'll be interested in hearing that that maybe that might um yeah tip the scale a little bit more uh, um, for me than if I, if I know that. I quite liked it. I, I thought the characters while kind... Well, well, they kind of fit into some sort of archetypes for, like, you know, teenage, mm. like, horror movie characters. Uh, unlike some American movies, they, they feel a lot more close to reality, though. You know, like, yeah, sure, there's one that's kind of the weird nerdy kid. There's one who's more of the sort of jock-esque character. There's one who's more of the, the party girl. There's one who's more of the quiet girl. But they all feel a bit more, you know, n- not super two-dimensional. They, they feel a bit more yeah. like real people. Uh, so Yeah, I can see that. So I thought that was good. I thought the cinematography was good. Like you said, I like some of the music uh, that came into it. Oh, yeah, music throughout. was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, location was interesting. It did It did this weird thing where it, it was really twisty and turny. And I appreciate how like it went into these different directions I didn't expect. I will say, though, that I actually predicted almost every single time it was about to do it. As weird as that sounds, like, oh, yeah. I kept guessing what was happening just before it happened. Uh, and maybe that's just a sign that it was really well set up to the point, but it, it felt like, oh no, it just feels like the only thing that could be happening here is this, so it has to be that. And then it was like, oh, it's maybe a little twist. Yeah, I feel like they give you enough clues uh, that it's not... Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if someone told me they were completely surprised, and I also wouldn't be surprised if someone told me they guessed everything that was coming. You know, I, I think it um, leaves enough there for you to make educated guesses, especially if you're a big, like you know, horror fan. You watch a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think there's stuff you I mean, used to or. To be fair, I never like guess stuff super in advance. It tep- it was typically like, right. two minutes before it happened. I was like, oh, I bet it's this, and then it was. Uh, like that that kind of happened like four or five times throughout the movie. Yeah. Um, to, to its credit, though, it never really hurt my enjoyment. Like it never like felt no. like it went on a whimper because of that. It just kind of felt like, all right, okay, I, I saw it coming, but 
I think if anything, it makes you excited to find out, oh, uh, oh, I knew this was going to happen, but I want to know why now. Hmm. Or like, oh, yeah. uh, now I'm interested to see what's going to happen next. Yeah. I think uh, at one point I was kind of like, like, uh, yeah, I think maybe halfway through the movie or so, I was like, wow, this uh, kind of seemed to like <laughs> wrap up stuff pretty quickly. I wonder how much is left. And then there's still like you know, like 40 minutes left or so, I was like, oh, okay, there's probably a lot more places they're going to go with this. Yeah, yeah, it definitely keeps going in new directions, which I actually kind of liked. Mm-hmm. I like that, you know, I went into this thinking, oh, it's going to be four teenagers go to the woods camping, and they're going to be picked off one by one, and it's not just that. Right. Like, it, feel, cause no. it feels like it's going to be that, and it isn't. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's that, that works. It's, it's good. Uh, I think the cast are all pretty decent as well, the four main actors that we get. Because it is pretty much just four actors. Obviously, there's some characters at the start as they're leaving and stuff, but it's mm. mainly just these four for the entire thing. Um, mm. But yeah, um, also even the the order of which deaths happen was. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes more sense once you you, you get more you of the know plot. What's going on. But yeah. I was surprised by like the order of deaths, like who went first, who went second, like that. That was surprising to me yeah. as well. Uh, so no, uh, I I uh, I quite enjoyed it actually. I think mm-hmm. I'm. I think I'm. I'm happy to say I'm quite positive on this. I was. I was like, oh, that's a good show. exclusive, and I'm happy that I've watched a new movie this year, and liked it because it's, it's felt like it's been a while <laughs> since I've said that. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, and I'm pretty positive on it as well. Um, again, like um, probably a little less so than you, but I still I don't really have too much to complain about it. Uh, you know, it looks good. It's uh, you know it never really dragged or it wasn't boring or anything no, at all pace pacing is very good so no uh yeah okay i think we'll get into some spoilers then cool yeah so full spoilers from this point on for lake Bodum. <laughs> um so the movie so it's, you've, you've got your characters you got ida you got nora and then you've got elias and at or atty uh, i'm not sure how to pronounce that name <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you've, you've got these characters who are going out and the, the guys trick the girls they don't tell them they're going to reenact this this thing in fact it's really just a nerdy guy at who wants to do yeah. that the, the other guy just kind of wants to have girls out camping so he can have sex i mean that's that's all his his thing uh well i mean to be fair though what guy hasn't tried to trick a girl into going to a camp to recreate a murder scene i mean it's something i'm sure we've all done as kids yeah, if anything, actually, the the one the, the sort of the least realistic. I mean, admittedly, given what goes on in the plot <laughs> later on, it kind of makes sense they don't react any differently. But mm. if it, if there was one thing at the time that felt kind of like weird that the reactions were a bit off, it was when they find yeah. out that he wants to recreate like the the conditions of a murder, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, even if this is innocent, this is still really weird that you want us to come out here to be in a situation. In the hopes mm-hmm. that uh, I see you, because that was the thing is, I keep saying, "Oh, what if he's still out there?" And like, "What if he yeah. sees us?" And I'm like, "But what are you going to do if he does? He's just <laughs> going to try and kill you." Yeah, <laughs> you haven't thought I'm this st- through. That uh, I'm still not exactly sure what he like wanted to recreate too. Cause, well, I guess maybe it's because I don't know the details of the murder. But like, was he just? Did he just want people to be like, "All right, like you are found here, you are found here," and then? Was his plan to try to kind of see like 
how they would have occurred from I mean, the killer's standpoint or something. It seemed like, you know, he made a point of getting people who were similar sizes, you know, two guys, two girls, similar sizes. He brought some old clothes that I assume he wanted them to wear <laughs> at some point. Uh, yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, can you wear some of my, my, my mother's old uh, old clothes from the 70s? Oh, it's, it's so weird. So, he's definitely weird, but Mm-hmm. He's portrayed as weird, so it's okay. It, it, it kind of works. Uh, you get you get a sense of the characters. Like Ida is uh, this quiet girl who's very timid, uh, and you sort of get the sense that she did something. You know, her father's very ashamed of her. You get the sense that recently yeah. something happened. That's uh, uh, you know maybe she was you know, at this point in the movie. I think maybe she was caught with a boy. Maybe she had a pregnancy scare or something like that. Like for some reason, uh, she's been looked down on as uh, basically this. You know shameful slut of the family as you get that sense because the, the father's like mm-hmm. super like angry with her um, mm-hmm. and you got Nora who's more of the sort of uh, the sort of wilder girl uh, but so so they go out and there's a lot of talk about uh, the difference between guys and girls and you know girls wanting sex guys or guys wanting sex girls wanting love and uh, how they're like you know how sexist it is to just assume that you know one wants one thing and one wants the other and blah 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 mm-hmm. But they get to go out. Uh, the, the girls find out was why they're actually there. They're weirded out a bit, not enough, mm-hmm. but they're weirded out a bit. Yeah. Uh, and then the movie gets going proper, and it's when things start really kicking off. And they also they hint like At tries to tell Ida about the pictures because like, we find out that there was basically uh, like nude pictures taken over, and people in school mm-hmm. saw them. Uh, and he, he's about to tell us something. And I think at this point in the movie, you're sort of thinking. Is he going to tell her that he's responsible, or that he knows who's responsible, or something yeah. like that? You kind of get that sense. Yeah, my first uh, instinct was that oh, since he's kind of weird, uh, and since he's talking to her, um, you know, because they're mentioned there was something about a, a stalker, uh, and since he seemed to kind of be the one that was pairing up with her, I was like, oh, like is he the stalker? Like, did he like her all along, and this was his plan to get her out he, out there? Mm. Um, but then, yeah. Uh, but then once he kind of said something like, oh, like about the pictures, I'm like, oh, it'd be weird for him to admit that he did. So then I started thinking like, oh, maybe the other guy did it, and yeah, he has so, something to say about that. You're, you're sort of thinking of that, and uh, that's that's where the movie kind of kicks off, and he get he gets killed. Like you see, feet come up to the tent, and he gets stabbed as he sort of like. He's halfway in the tent because they all two are off missing, uh, and it kind of implies that uh, Elias and Nora are maybe having sex off somewhere or they're up to something, kind of thing. Uh, but like that, that's when the movie goes down, and then so that, so they panic and they run around and they try and get back to the car, uh, and that's like lying there bleeding out, and he's like, "Just go, just go, just go. I can't go anywhere. I'm like lying bleeding," and they go off. And at one and Nora at one point like sort of like trips and twists her ankle, and she's like, "Oh, just leave me. You go get help. Go get the car. Go get help, and I'll stay here." And this is where my first sign was like, "All right, something's not quite right here," because yeah, I don't buy for a second that she's with a just a slightly twisted ankle because there's two other people they can help carry her. They can you know, just, you know, oh, yeah. hand, hand over the shoulder kind of thing. Uh, and and at this point, like you want you know safety in numbers you don't want to yeah. be like splitting off and yeah no just leave me in these dark woods alone with no foreign protection yeah it felt super super suspicious mm-hmm. uh and we, f- we find out from here that elias actually has a crush on on Ida, and he tells mm-hmm. her that like 
I've tried to find these pictures, which is a bit creepy actually. I tried to find <laughs> these pictures, like oh, I had yeah. to find these photos. <laughs> but he basically is like, oh, they don't exist. Like it's a rumor, but no one's actually seen them. Like people are pretending they've seen them, but no one has. And he just mm. like, no, Nora saw them. She told me. And I'm like, all right, okay, that's interesting. Like, because I'm I'm inclined to yeah. believe him at this point. I'm inclined to think, all right, okay, this is, maybe something's going on. And then it's while they're talking that he gets stabbed from behind, and I knew immediately that's going to be Nora. Nora's the killer. Mm-hmm. These two have planned this thing for yeah. some reason. Like the, these two have planned this because they think these guys are the ones who did the did the pictures. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, they look at them and they, they get out their supplies from the car and they they bag up the bodies and they're throwing them into the water and mm. I was like oh, this is an interesting turn of events I am generally kind of yeah. uh, surprised by all this I mean I, I figured it out just before it happened mm. but I was kind of like I was into it like I was enjoying the the plot of it like yeah and like um like we kind of alluded to earlier uh like I saw this coming as well but then what's kind of nice about it is I figured out you know oh Nora's the killer but then there's still like half the movie left so I'm kind of like well I have no idea what direction they're going to go with now. Yeah. Well, like, uh, I, I, I think, kept thinking, is there an actual killer or is it going to be about them trying to hide the bodies and get away with it? There's and, that one moment though, yeah. where they're in, like, it's nighttime already and it's when everyone's mm-hmm. still alive and like one of them sees a light across the water. Oh, right. And I've got, I've got them flying around. That's but he, he uh, like they see a light like in the trees across the water and I'm like, oh, is that just a red herring or... Is that yeah. a real killer who's going to pop up later? And mm. obviously, they sell this idea that the pictures might actually be fake, like no one's actually seen them. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh, Nora's seen them." I was like, "Oh, wait a minute! I've got a funny feeling that we're going to like mm-hmm. the path we're going to go down is that Ida's going to question Nora, and Nora's it's going to turn out for for whatever reason she lied, and that that yeah. is kind of what happens." Dude. But we get a, a a cool well, I say cool. They're a little bit stupid because they, they leave the car keys with one of the bodies, and Ida has to. Mm-hmm. dive down and find them but it's a really cool scene actually because it's like you know cold at night in the water and she's trying to and i think uh one of the best things i can say about this movie is it it just uh it looks so pretty at night like mm-hmm. uh they did a really good job of you know making the woods look so dark and you know quiet and foreboding and then you know the scene of her diving in the water you could almost feel like how cold it was yeah because she has to dive in the water to get the keys out of the the body bag because they've left them with elias (laughs) and yeah i think i think it does feel cold i think that's like a nordic thing though i think all the nordic countries whenever i watch a movie from either finland (laughs) or norway or sweden or anything i'm always i'm always oh this looks like a nice cold climate like i feel like (laughs) i feel like uh i mean sure like Obviously, it would be cold, and like yeah. you don't always want to feel cold. But I feel like the air would—it always looks really fresh air. Like I always imagine yeah. walking around, around in these countries, and it would just feel really nice and breezy, kind of thing. Yeah, uh, and you'd be used to the snow and all that, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, so so they get in the car and they're going, and Ida like brings it up, and she starts asking questions. And this is where we get like a really extended sort of flashback as uh, Nora explains kind of everything that happened. Um, mm. And it's funny because this could almost feel like a weird dump of information, but I actually thought it handled quite well. One, I really liked the music that was playing throughout the flashback. They had this sort of synthy music that came in that was kind of mm-hmm. like, all right, we're unraveling the mystery. Like, why why did this happen? And it's mm. like, basically Nora's in love with Ida and she, she was pissed that 
like Ada was attracted to Elias, so she made up this story and kind of set all this in motion so that she would hate him. Um, <laughs> and it well, it was Ada that had the thought, oh, I want him to die. Like It was like her that had that idea. Norma's... Yeah. Nordora, sorry, is clearly the one that's uh, the, the psychopath who is like, yeah, I'll, I'll do this for you. Um, <laughs> and they, and it was an interesting little backstory. It was kind of like, all right, okay, so that, that, that set up why this is. And it was it, it twisted the whole idea of uh, you, you think the like the guys tricked the girls, but it was actually them playing the guys. Like they they mm-hmm. they knew they wanted to do this, and they they pretended to not know and like go mm-hmm. out and yeah, set up the whole thing. So it was basically their plan. And I, th- I thought it was fun. I thought it was like a fun little revelation. And I was still expecting something to happen. Now, obviously, mm-hmm. it could have just ended up being the girl versus the girl because uh, he does like, nah, I'm tur- we're tur- going to the police. We're t- like, I don't feel good because because mm-hmm. she has this moment before it, at dies where it's like they're bonding. It's like she's almost looking at him as if yeah. he's a human, um, mm-hmm. and then he dies. So you can almost see like there was almost maybe some guilt, but then the idea that maybe they weren't responsible. Mm-hmm. You know, like it adds this yeah, better sweet to it. Yeah, you can tell it's uh, kind of eating at her, and yeah. and obviously she doesn't seem exactly like too thrilled when Nora's like, you know, admitting her love for her and stuff. Yeah, like, doesn't seem seem like it's uh that reciprocated. Yeah, and then they end up having a fight, and she like like bashes her in the face. Like yeah. it's like, oh, you deserve that, and it's like, okay, Nora is proper psycho like she she's ready yeah. to turn on her at any moment it's not like it's, it's an obsessive love clearly uh, and they end mm-hmm. up and they end up sort of uh, riding the car into a tree into a ditch yeah. uh, that's when things get really interesting because this is when like a random guy in Alaka tow truck shows up and mm-hmm. uh, do you know what I love about this scene I love how well it's handled with the, the tension and the suspense because he, he, he walks up to the, the window and he chaps in the window but the the chap on the window is like so cranked up. It's like you feel yeah. the bass of every like sort of knock. It is like mm-hmm. really really loud, um, and it feels proper like eerie. And I think what's really effective about this mm-hmm. is that the, these two girls, especially Nora, have just killed two people. They're bad guys, but you still feel kind of like tense and like you know creeped oh, yeah. out by the fact that they, this could be an actual proper sinister killer about to deal with them and it's almost mm-hmm. you know, it's almost like an episode of Tales from the Crypt where they get their comeuppance because they have done yeah. something wrong uh, so the, the guy tows them and he's dragging and, them along and it, it looks like really cool too like you never see like all of the guy like you never see his face oh yeah he's always in silhouette he's always like yeah. in darkness or silhouette where like, the headlights of the, the tow truck are like you know making him a silhouette yeah. and He's just this dark figure, essentially, but you never see him. And that, that's where I think it's implying that he is the killer. He is the, the one from oh, 1960, where... Yeah. And the, the reason why we can't see him is because no one really knows who it is, so the idea is just this mysterious outsider who no one knows. Uh, although yeah. the, the timeline doesn't quite add up when you really think about it. He doesn't look old enough to be... Like, mm. I mean... I mean that, I guess, yeah. Even if he was only 18 when he did the killings, right? Mm-hmm. In 1960. He would be... Kind of like fifties, you know, he'd been in his seventies, right? Yeah, about that. Uh, yeah, seventies, eighties. <laughs> yeah, because even I'll say he was twenty in nineteen sixty to make the math easier. That's another forty-seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah he'd be sixty-seven if he was twenty. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that's not as unbelievable, but it's still, he doesn't look that old. He looks like a guy who's like maybe forty. <laughs> yeah. So they're getting towed. They're getting towed by this this truck and. 
he starts moving really fast, and they get the sense, "Oh shit, we're in danger." Uh, and the car's like sort of you know sliding about, and like they're trying to like get out of the car, and like he does like maybe maybe I should jump, and maybe I shouldn't. And the movie's actually pretty straightforward from this point because the car eventually crashes, and it's like a probably good crash as well. The car like flips around like everything. The whole uh, scene was really cool, and um, yeah, I, I like the way the guy was maneuvering the car, um, and like at one point they did try to jump out, and then he like slams the car into a tree, so it like bangs the door in. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, and then the car's upside down after it's flipped, and it, he's still just dragging it along until he gets to wherever he's yeah. going. Uh, and then from there, he just he just he kind of like, he takes them back out into the woods. You can see like a, another day's pass. He's got them bound and tied up. In fact, actually, he he he's just like glue on their mouth so they can't speak, yeah. and it's proper sinister looking. <laughs> Especially later on, because he drags them both out of the tent with the bodies of the two guys, which he has obviously mm-hmm. retrieved. And you get the sense that he's recreating the, the crime scene from the 1960 murders. And mm-hmm. we get this really sort of like uh, abstract, like quick flashes of things happening as he's presumably killing Nora. And we see that uh, one of the girls is like screaming and their mouth actually rips open, like in oh, yeah. these quick flashes. Mm-hmm. And it's proper sinister. Uh, and, then, and then the movie ends, and uh, basically. Either gets dropped off back at her house, still bound, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, you know, people think she might have done the killings, and that's kind of the end of the mm-hmm. movie. Like, it's just kind of implied that, oh, maybe it was her because she's, she's like, alive, uh, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And that, that's, that's how the movie ends. And uh, it did seem very abrupt to me, the ending, mm-hmm. uh, when I watched it. But when I actually looked up what... what what happened uh, with the killings as well is there was one survivor and people did think for a long time that maybe it was him to the, to okay. the point where he was actually arrested and then the jury found him not guilty but that didn't mm-hmm. happen at the time that happened in like 2004 oh <laughs> so like you know decades went by and then they decided mm-hmm. oh we think it might have been him actually and then they mm-hmm. so like the idea that the killer recreates it to the point where there's a survivor so it might have been them um, yeah and like people might not believe her because it sounds like a crazy story, mm-hmm. and so on. Uh, so I don't know. Like the idea, if it is the same killer, does he just have this weird, like this weird, oddly like specific thing he likes to do, where he kills four people yeah. or three people, leaves a fourth one alive, and like I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. And did there were there any other details like the stuff with the glue? Is that something that really happened or? Uh, no, I never seen anything that? about the glue. I seen like a okay. long list of like potential suspects where they, they thought it might have been them. Mm-hmm. At least three different people confessed to it because uh, you know big famous murder like nut jobs like <laughs> to take credit I guess. Yeah. Uh, so it could have been one of them, but no one knows for sure. No one, no one has an <laughs> idea. Uh, one of the details, though, is, and I guess only one of the murders in this actually kind of lives up to this, but again, it's just kind of recreated at the end when he puts them in the tent, but uh, mm-hmm. most of the, the bodies were killed through the tent. Like, he never took them outside. It was more like a, like, you know, stabbing mm-hmm. in blunt objects, like, through the tent kind of thing. Oh, okay. Interesting. But, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. That's These murders, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't say I was a fan of them. <laughs> You're a big fan. Yeah, you, I just imagine you've got a scrapbook. You're, you're like uh, you're like Oscar from uh, Letter oh, One, and you've got a scrapbook of murders. <laughs> I can see it in your eyes, Tim. I do think true crime is interesting, but I would uh, I would never glorify. 
uh, a real life murder (laughs) yeah well that's interesting about this movie is like it takes like a real thing and like sort of plays up the myths and the stories about it but but it never like you never like they they don't recreate their like they didn't just make a movie that's like oh this is the the night of these teenagers and like right. we see these people who actually die die. It, it did this mm-hmm. just it took the myth of it, but it did something in present day with fictional characters and uh, I mean if that still bothers you, I mean I can kind of get it, but uh, I think yeah, it's far enough removed that it's not feeling super disrespectful to them. Yeah, I, I feel like it's so long ago and like. Um... You know, it's probably like a little easier uh, for us that this took place in a country far away that we never, you know, aren't really familiar with the incident. I don't know if it's, you know, if it is, uh, you know, so much more famous there, if it's a maybe if there's a little bit of a weirder feeling. But, uh, yeah, uh, I, I could see, like you're saying, like people might find that kind of weird. Uh, I was trying to think if there was like a, an American equivalent to this, um, which, I mean, there definitely have been like a lot of you know serial Mothers, killer movies yeah. <laughs> well no i don't know movies but like um yeah i couldn't think of any off the top of my I head the, like they're, they're i guess the closest thing is the way that like you know there's a good three or four movies that have been inspired by ed Gein a little bit yeah but not not yeah. yeah not to the same extent where it's like the exact thing but i don't know uh it's interesting one of the points was though is that it still comes up in the news sometimes if they think they've found like a lead like even today, which makes me think there was like a weird fetishization of it where people are really fascinated by it, which makes sense that you know eventually there was a movie kind of related to it, like getting made. It kind of makes sense yeah. that they eventually did that. Uh, and yeah, I, th- I think you do need the time. I, th- I think you know five years after it would have been like, oh, this is just poor taste, <laughs> like you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whereas I don't know. I mean, some of these kids' parents probably are still alive, but uh, I mean, I don't know how they feel about it. I imagine not not particularly great. So I guess that takes us to ratings. I guess that takes us to uh, ratings for Lake Bodom. Tim, what would you rate it? Uh, I think I'm going to give it 7.5. I think uh, maybe if I liked the the ending a little better... um, Maybe uh, I could bump that up to an eight. Um, I, I feel like uh, definitely hearing you, you know, talk about like the original incident and stuff uh, helps it. So maybe I have to go back rewatch the ending now with that in in mind. Maybe that might bump it up a little bit for yeah, me. Yeah, I wonder if they'd made that more clear at the start with the text yeah. and said this is how like this is how it was found, like how, how it like the aftermath yeah. of it. This is what, what kind of was left, and maybe have mm-hmm. got got the ending more originally, but yeah. But uh, I think, it, you know, I, I think 7.5 for me. Uh, but, uh, again, it might be bumped up to an 8 the more I think about it or so. But it's – no, it was, it was definitely good. I enjoyed it. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, actually, I'm going to agree with that score. Uh, I, I think I think it's solid. I think it's, it's, it's pretty like the cast. I think it's uh, nice and twisty and turning, and I enjoyed it. I, I don't think it's super deep. I think it's a very – you know, it's twisty and turny, but it's it's not like it's all very mm-hmm. surface level. It's like oh, here's a fun little twist. Here's a fun little twist. It, it didn't really make me like yeah. think about the themes or anything like that. More so, like, I thought it was going to. I thought at the start of the movie when it was hinting at all this talk of the differences between men and women, I thought it was going to go mm-hmm. into that in more depth. And I guess it. I mean, obviously, it, it turns out that Nora's in love with Ida, and like she's obsessed with her mm-hmm. to the point where she's willing to do this. Uh, 
Uh, I mean, yeah. it, uh, that is the connection. That's where it ties in, where she wants to do this. But mm-hmm. it never, like, it never made me go, "Oh wow, like this feels really like like there's a lot of things going on like behind the surface." Uh, but mm. no, it was, but it was good. It was solid. It was fun. Uh, I was never bored, mm. and uh, it kept me entertained throughout. So, yeah, I also wonder if I had maybe weird expectations going into it because i thought this was going to be like a straight up slasher flick you know like i was expecting um someone in a mask and you know hunting down teenagers and stuff which i'm fine that that's not what we got um but again i I don't know if uh having different expectations um you know hurt or or maybe even helped it maybe i i like that oh this isn't what i was expecting yeah, it wasn't quite what I was expecting, but I, I did like where it went. So uh, yeah. I would recommend checking it out. I, I think it's a solid little movie. Uh, it's it's the sort of thing where I don't think it's going to be like, you know, when we look back on this year, I don't think it's got a chance of being at the top of the list. But mm-hmm. I think it's a solid gem that you can find uh, for the year. Uh, I, I thought it was well told. So uh, definitely check out Lake Bottom if you want to. So that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the episode's movie so let us know what you thought of the movie in the comments below if you've seen it like and subscribe and all that stuff helps us out a lot you can help us out a little bit more by going over to patreon.com slash tv and check out some of the bonuses that are over there if you want to support the channel uh, get us on twitter at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates individual twitters I'm at wibble89 tim's at tim Vergulish. but that is us so thank you very much for watching once again guys keep watching scary movies we'll see you next time <laughs>